Welcome to the Grief Cocoon podcast, where you'll hear open, honest, and thoughtful conversations about grief and loss, death and life. I'm Gabby, your host, and I'll be talking to different creatives about their experiences and how they've used their creativity to process and transform grief and loss, and how you can too. This podcast was recorded on the sacred and sovereign lands of the Bunwarung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. I'd like to offer my respects to elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any First Nations people listening today. In this episode, I speak to a multi-talented young woman named Alicia Magpayo. She writes poetry, she sings, she beatboxes, she raps. And I met Alicia through her auntie, who was my colleague over five years ago. And since then, we've performed quite a few times together. And in the last two years, we also had something else in common. Sadly, it's that we both lost our mums when we were young women. At the time of this interview, she had lost her mum within the last year and a half and for me it had been almost 13 years. This was a really important conversation for me to start with because we don't often hear from young people about what it's like to have lost a parent or a close relative at such a young age and it also goes back to where it all began for me. I start this conversation asking Alicia about her mum because I know that We often don't get asked about our mums, but knowing the relationship she had with her mum, I knew that that was something that she would like to do. One thing that I really loved about my mother is that she was a very bubbly, sweet and funny person. And the kind of energy that she had, it, it made everyone feel more comfortable you know, she was a very sensible lady and she always knew how to make people feel better um, by being honest. And I think that's a really difficult thing to do because she could make people feel encouraged and make people feel good without having to lie to them or embellish anything. She gave you the honest truth, but it was always something really beautiful. And I, that's something that I really miss about her as well. Mm. So uh, I guess it's... It's only been like a year and a half for you, um, so yeah. it's still pretty fresh. But I was wondering, like, like what were your initial feelings after losing your mum and how have they changed since then? I think the initial part of losing my mother, it was kind of like a really strange, it was painful, but I felt numb at the same time. Like I couldn't really move. I couldn't do anything. You know, all I could really do is just sleep and then look at my ceiling. And that kind of didn't really stop until after maybe a week or two after it happened. Uh, I couldn't really talk about it. It's just like I I just became like a potato on my bed <laughs> pretty much. And since then, obviously, you're, um, you've been, I guess, going back into like the working and everything and um, – mm. You, you're no longer a potato on your bed. <laughs> um, but I guess how would you describe, like, the the change since then and in terms of, like, yeah, how that how it's 
changed from that initial phase to now. Yeah. Well, I, um, the difficult part of grief is that, you know, life starts to move around it and you can't always say, I, I can't do this because I, I don't feel well, you know, my relative passed away. Sometimes that excuse, it doesn't suffice. It sounds like an excuse and it's not, but uh, it comes across that way, especially to people that haven't actually lost anyone. Mm. Um, so you kind of have to get on with it. And even if it does hurt, you, you just have to get up and do things because, you know, although that person lost their life, you're, you're still here and you need to keep moving, um, even if you don't want to. I guess this might relate, but like, was there anything in particular that surprised you or shocked you about? Because we're never prepared for mm. that kind of thing to happen. Like, you always think that your mom's going to be around. I don't yeah. know. That's how I felt. Yeah. It's yeah, like, me too. that's for sure. Like, she's always going to be here. And so, like, was there anything in particular that shocked you or that surprised you about mm. what happened after or living with loss? Yeah, actually, um, one thing that really surprised me is that I, I felt a lot of jealousy um, after losing my mom. And that's not something that I ever heard anyone talk about, um, you know, a few weeks after it happened, because uh, I, I should probably give you a bit of backstory, but my mom used to pick all of my clothes. She would pick all of my clothes when we went shopping until I was about 18 years old. Wow. And... Um, when I turned about 19, I started wearing the same clothes over and over again and they were starting to look old and I had to go shopping. And I was freaking out about shopping, you know, a young girl not wanting to go shopping, it's a bit rare. Mm. So I already felt really bad going into it, having to buy clothes by myself, having to pick my own things when I've never done it. Um, and there was, <laughs> there was a, a mum and a daughter in the fitting room and they were talking like they just had the best relationship. And it just, it made me so angry, you know. They had such this, this pure, beautiful relationship and it, it was like a representation of something that I had lost. And I remember I just, I felt like, why do you get to have that, you know. I, I don't have that anymore. And I, I just like, a, I was so jealous I couldn't be, I couldn't believe it because jealousy is not really something that I feel, um, you know, aside from my relationships. But <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I might have shared this with you before, but, yeah, I, um, I actually experienced that, but it was like 10 years after, mm. 10 years after losing my mom. Wow. I thought I had, like, gotten over that mm. sort of um, feeling jealous when I – I saw moms with their daughters because mm. I think after you lose your mom, you kind of see it everywhere. Yeah. It kind of becomes like more noticeable. Yeah, of course. Because it's something that you don't have anymore. And yeah, I, I remember it was the same situation. I was in a fitting room, but um, this was like a pop-up kind of warehouse sale and the fitting room was just like this, um, it's like a communal thing where women can, the women can get changed and... Um, there were two, two, um, three women, and then like one older one, and I realized like as they were going on, yeah, they were calling her mom, and I was like, oh, okay, it's like two daughters with their mom, mm. and um, yeah, and I just 
felt like really, it just really triggered me. Like, and yeah, and I felt jealous and also like sad as well that I didn't have that anymore. And, um, but it it was also shocking for me because I was like, how, why am I still feeling this? Like after 10 years, after losing mom, like I, I didn't expect to react in that way. And yeah, I, I actually did have go back and um, have a cry in the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it, it, I guess like with grief, there's no, it's not like linear. That it's not like you just keep getting better and better and and at living with it. I mean, you do over time learn new ways to kind of cope with it, but um, it, it can just sort of hit you at any time. So um, and yeah, it, it isn't something that like people talk about. Yeah. You don't really hear much about like how jealous you can get from seeing other people who've got what you've lost. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, and and in terms of like, I guess being a young person, and I remember like as, as well, like being twenty, and you know, it's pretty. It's not that common for people at our age to like have lost a mom or dad Mm. and so like was there anything anything that you think like is particularly hard for people that lose their a parent at a young age well I think um one thing that did um affect me a lot was fear um when you lose that safety net of your mother you you don't know you go to when you have help and Mm. you know in my mind there's this whole thing with me when I have kids in the future I'm terrified and my mum was so good with kids she she loved babies and um everyone asked her for help with them and I'm afraid (laughs) because I'm not going to be able to ask her for help I'm not going to be able to you know get that support from her and that's something that I'm I'd never thought about before I lost her and it's a little bit of a shocking feeling because, you know, I'm only 22 and I'm already thinking about how I'm going to be when I have my kids. Um, so I actually also wanted to uh, ask you about writing because I know you've used writing to share stuff about your mom and about um, grief as well. How has it? How do you think it's helped you to um, to process the loss? Writing has really helped me because uh, I feel that when I speak, uh, my emotions kind of, or my thoughts even, they rush too quickly for me to express them in a concise way without having to um, speak too wordy or too slow. So. Uh, poetry in particular has been something that has really helped me express how I feel in a short way without being um, too expressive uh, because I, I feel like privacy is really important to me and when people know things about me, I kind of feel a bit unsafe. But with poetry, because you have to dissect it in a way, you have to really read things over and over again to understand it Um I feel safe expressing how I feel because it's you can't just look at it at face value and think, yeah, that's exactly what she's going through. Mm. So it's like a a place to hide in a way. Almost. Kind of 
without being because I guess with poetry, like you're not necessarily being too direct about yeah things. So you like that people have to sort of try and interpret. Yeah. Oh wow. And like, did you? Was it something that you just started doing naturally um, after losing your mom, or was it something that you really consciously like decided to do? Uh, as a child, I've always really loved to write, but I think uh, the loss of my mother has been a really um, impactful part of my creativity because. Uh, I grew up a, a really so, um, sheltered childhood. You know, both my parents were together. Nothing really that terrible happened to me growing up. So uh, writing about things kind of, they didn't go that deep. But after losing her, it was, um, it was something that people could really relate to. And the experience that I felt is not that different from anyone else that's lost their parent or anyone else really. Do you feel like grief, you know, it's it's been talked about honestly in the in the wider kind of society and and community? Or, well, uh, yeah, we did have a conversation earlier, and um, you know, although death is such, it's it's an inevitable part of life, and it happens to every single person that will ever live on this earth. Um, it's still such an uncomfortable thing to talk about, especially when you're speaking to someone that actually hasn't experienced uh, losing someone. Mm. And uh, you kind of see in movies and TV shows that, uh, you know, there'll be a character that doesn't have a parent and then uh, there'll be one spot in the movie or the TV show where they kind of feel sad and then it just goes back to normal and you kind of don't see them thinking about them every day or talking about it and that's it's kind of gone into how we perceive grief um there's this kind of almost toxic positivity thing that you know you you can't feel sad for too long because you have to be happy and positive and you have to just you know be grateful that they were alive but uh you know you also experience that loss Every day. Yeah, I guess, yeah, and you kind of re-experience it in a way, like, because it's like, oh, okay, it's it's another day and they're not here. Yeah. So yeah. you, yeah, and you remember that person. Yeah, I guess, like, going back to writing, like, when you truly, like, express how you feel through writing and um, about the experience of losing someone you love it connects with people because, like, you're being real and and there's not a lot of places where you can actually get that real honesty. Yeah. I remember, like, actually when after my mum died, I was helping my dad in the, the shop that him and my mum used to work at mm. or um, they ran. And so there was this older lady who came in and she was a customer and um, she had lost her husband, like, years ago and... I remember her telling me, I think she said it was like eight, eight and a half years since she lost her husband. And um, mm-hmm. she said to she said to me, like, I still think about him every day. Mm. And I just thought, really? Like after eight and a half years and you're still thinking about him every day? Like yeah. it was just sort of like unbelievable to me that like 
even after that long. Um, she was still remembering him every day and I didn't I didn't think like I just thought, oh okay, like that's just her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then actually now that I've actually been through that and and it's for me it's been um this year it was thirteen years. Um and I still pretty much like think about my mum pretty much every day like there might be one day here or there where I I don't and then but then I remember at the end of the day like oh I didn't think about my mom today Mm, like I actually notice it but um it was only after I experienced it myself that I understood what that lady was saying to me So I know that you you did write um, a piece that you wanted to share. Yes, I did. This poem, it's, uh, it's called The Sun Rises and it, it relates back to what I was talking about when um, sometimes you just need that time to really just grieve without having to, you know, pretend like you're going to be strong after this and move on straight away um, because that grief, it's it's always there and... You know, life grows around it, but it's it's always going to be there. Um, so that's basically what it's about. Okay. This pain I feel is the love I cannot share, the kiss I cannot give, the things I cannot tell. And when the sun rises, I cannot show you. I can only whisper to you what it looked like. And when the storm rushes in, you won't be around to hear the clouds crashing into each other. The pain I feel is the weight I carry, the tear I cannot shed, the anger I cannot kill, the fear I feel without you. Reader, I apologize. This is the ugly face of loss, one without a silver lining or a promise of strength, but a longing of what once was and will not be ever again. Thanks for that, Alicia. I think um, there'll be a few tears after hearing that one. (laughs) Um, Thanks so much for coming in today. That's okay. Thank you so much. This episode was kindly supported by Footscray Community Arts through their Artists in Residence program. If you found this conversation valuable, then it would be great if you could leave a review or share it with a friend so that more people can find this podcast. Thanks for listening.